When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dino Tripodis, and tonight, mystery plots, Las Vegas poker pots, and then Greg's dad showed up. All tonight on Whiskey Business. And welcome back to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Slow clap. Slow clap because we're slow. <laughs> we have been on the, what'd you call it, John? John Whitney, you said, uh, what'd you say? We, I, I thought you said we fell down and you said we fell off. We fell off a little bit. We fell off a little bit, but not on purpose. No, not, no, no, no. Not because we don't care about whiskey business. The podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. No, we've been busy. We've had full, productive lives. Chip, are you with us? Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> I'm right here. Thanks, man. <laughs> it looks like we just woke you up. No, no, I'm on the good. Chip Cassell, John Whitney, Greg Hansberry. didn't save, that's oh, for yeah. sure. A yeah, little bit recovery. later on in the podcast, a very special guest, there's some... There's some male bonding going on in the Hansberry house. Okay, it's just, wow. it's just Greg and his dad, John. Yeah, just you, just the boys. Yep. Yeah, yeah my my uh, kids and wife are. Uh, they left me for a, oh, for an so, extra week of vacation. So we oh, decided nice. to bring yeah. uh, bring your dad over. I'm, I'm very curious about that conversation as the night goes on. Because he uh, was a little nervous. He shouldn't uh, be. He shouldn't be. What, this morning he was kind of. Eh, you guys, you guys have, have other nah, stuff to talk nah, about, right? Nah, like, nah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, me yeah, and your yeah. dad have chatted before, <laughs> but I, I want to get a little, go a little deeper and, and, and kind of find out, you know, your origin story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a superhero. I, That's right. Yeah. Part, I've told myself that I want to just, uh, just to try to like not interrupt. You just sit here and listen for once. <laughs> like, like he always told you. Yeah, to yeah. Well, just because it will be interesting to hear from his his perspective. His I, I want to know how many times he walked up to the bathroom and the sink had been on for like twenty minutes. Why yeah. do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how many times they say well, you think you're born in a barn. They were air conditioning in the whole house, <laughs> and every other bad day yeah. cliche. But in honor of your father, this is nice. In honor of your father. Oh yeah. Uh, I broke out one of the uh, special in the back bottles, the Colonel, uh, the Colonel E. H. Taylor Ooh. small batch. Not only small batch, mm. but also bottled in bond. Yummy bottle, oh. if you will. Look at that thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, I don't have to tell you anything about E. H. Taylor. Anybody that knows their their bourbons knows that this is a damn fine bourbon. Hard to come by. Expensive. This mm-hmm. one retails now. Johnny, you said you thought you picked it up in Indiana for 125. Maybe, yeah, about about seven or eight years ago. Yeah, it's retailing for about 135, 149 now mm-hmm. a bottle. Uh, the good stuff, and like I said, I don't mind breaking out the good stuff. I don't like keeping it on the shelf, but I like to have a special reason. And tonight seemed like a special reason. Yeah. So before well, we uh, share right. a sip with your father, and we got some other friends, Jason and 
and John are back there right. just kind of hanging out. We'll share with them too. Let's have a little hey, the band's back together. Here, here, here. As we uh, discuss what the hell we've all been up to. John Whitney's been in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Chip yep. and both Greg have been in Michigan. I've been in Los Angeles and Las Vegas. I mean, it's just that's why there's been no whiskey business podcast. You guys had more fun than I did. I was working. You guys were actually having fun. At least you had fun for a day, maybe a couple of days, right? I had fun for lots of days, but you were in Tulsa, and I, Tulsa intrigued me because I, I love. Uh, I've been watching Tulsa King. Oh, okay. Mm. So oh, I love Tulsa that. had some some you know yeah some TV appeal to me. So what's it like? Yeah. It's kind of like Dayton, but hotter and a lot of homeless. And <laughs> oh man, you saw a lot. I saw a lot of homeless being taken off by by uh, ambulances and all kinds of so stuff. Because the heat. Because oh, the heat. They were all getting heat exhaustion. Mm. But I was actually shooting something for work, and we were in the library inside and What's just shooting stuff. Nice and cool. Nice and cool. Did you experience any of the the excitement of Tulsa? The, uh, I don't the know where life? you're going because I don't know. So, it's, no, not really. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went from the hotel room to the set to the restaurant to the hotel room. That was my life for four days. You didn't go to, like do a King of Tulsa <laughs> yeah, like, tour. Yeah, Tulsa yeah. King. Yeah, There's, nah, dude. I, I didn't they weren't playing that up. The fact that yeah. Stallone's been there and no. they've been shooting it. Like this is where they the, shoot the bar. This is where they shoot the bar, and this is the horse ranch. This is that and, intersection yeah. where you stand. Nobody and, talked about it. This Sorry. is where this is where the the, the dispensary is. Right. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah. So, oh man. Smoke some pot. Apparently, pot. You can smoke pot in Oklahoma. I did not, but I hear that. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, of course, you're on a corporate ship. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, just right. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Of no, but it's, and also, congratulations. Can we say? Are we allowed to say that you you uh, got a a bump up in the in the in the in the world? Yeah, I got a full time gig with the company that I will not. Congratulations! Talk about. That's yes. Here, right here. I was a contractor, and now I am. Uh, now you're part of the. I'm now corporate. you're part of the corporate ah, world. Sold out. You're yeah. part of the, the same the same society that people bitch about on a regular basis. I didn't sell out. I've been working hard for that. No, company. you did not <laughs> sell out. You did not sell out. You and I got a pension now. Wow. <laughs> And I'll be honest with you, that's something, that's something you swore to God you, you, you didn't think you'd ever get. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. but uh, It's good because you're getting up in the years. I get up yeah. in the years, man. It's you know, good, I got, good to have I got a maybe security. like eight, year, eight, nine years left in me. And what? It's work before you what? Retire? Yeah. Get out of here. How old will you be in eight or nine years? I'll be, oh, 67. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for 67, so that's nine years. Or mm-hmm. actually, I'm going to turn. Yeah, I'll be. And what are you going to do with yourself? Dude, I don't know. Probably watch movies and do dumb shit. All you the time. do. You Make watch movies, movies now. You watch yeah. movies now and yeah, do dumb yeah. How's shit. How's that any different? <laughs> How's that any different? <laughs> I don't know. We'll probably just kick around. You know, we'll see. Yeah. I, I, I have no major plans for retirement. We'll see. I could still work on the side. You got to work on the side. You He's got to get something. into cooking. You know, no smoking no, is. No, I think meat. I, you know. That's right. Talk, take it from someone who who sat on the bench for for right? three years. Oh. It's maddening. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I'll open a, a food truck. <laughs> do you have any culinary experience whatsoever? I do, actually. Yes, actually. You can really? Yeah. He I made, worked in restaurants for barbecue since one eighteen time. to about twenty-two. You, did, yeah, you, you were did, a sous did. chef, he weren't did, you, John? He did, he did a brisket. I, well, I've done ribs and yeah. and, and pork butt and all kinds mm. of stuff. But yeah, pork butt. So I worked in the restaurant industry for about four or five years. So. Huh? Pork ass. Did not know that about you. Yeah, I worked in a steak place. I I was the steak guy for a long time. Did remember you, the cork and cleavers? Yeah, I remember the cork and cleavers. I worked at the I worked the one in Dayton. I worked the one over off of, of, of uh, Henderson, old Henderson. 
So they come over, oh, like, you, you would have you, this think steak. you know a guy. And you find out he was a steak guy at Cork and Cleaver. Yeah, I was good at it. I bet, I, I bet you were. You're good at everything you do. Why would you be not good at that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like steak, too, so I know how to cook it. Yeah. All right. And you cook it how? I like my medium rare. Medium rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, too. Agree. Uh, I don't. What do you like yours? Just medium. Just medium? Okay. Medium, yeah. I like no, a little so bit no of pink. I, uh, no, there could be a little bit of pink in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say a medium amount of pink. It's a medium, and then I like uh, I like, <laughs> I, I, but I like my burgers. I like my burgers well done. Oh yeah, uh, burgers. For sure. Yeah, medium uh-huh. well. Yeah, so yeah, at the very least, because it's <laughs> gross. Right, so, that's why. All right, maybe I had uh, too high of an expectation for Tulsa because I got excited about Tulsa. I know. King. I'm sorry. I thought maybe they'd be shooting the second season. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. While you were there, there. And something was going yeah. on. I saw no evidence of production anywhere in that town. Damn. Huh. Stallone and his, his like Stallone. Uh, he has all those hot daughters. They have a, a TV show now, uh, oh. reality show. Reality oh show. no, that's so, what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. another reality another show. But well, maybe, what is maybe this? they this were is a reality yeah, show. at the library with John. How's a podcast any different than a reality show? It's a reality show. Yeah. Put your right, shirt so back on, John. At separate, yeah. separate times, you boys were both in Michigan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I went. Where'd you go? Well, uh, our uh, My wife's family has a, a little cottage at a place called Burt Lake. It's, is that um, near the UP? or is it It's about there? 20 miles south of Mackinac uh, Bridge. Mm-hmm. So it's like pretty far up there. It's about as far yeah. north as you can go without going to Mackinac. We're up there by the dunes. Uh, You're on like the west coast there. Yeah. And uh, we're at a place called Interlochen. At uh, Green Lake, it sounds like a Star Wars movie. I know, right? The, but it was it was twenty minutes from uh, from uh, Traverse City and twenty minutes from uh, the Dunes. Yeah. So. I saw the yeah. house. You saw, showed us a picture of the house. Yeah, you could walk right out the it back, looked, and there beautiful. was the lake. Yeah, you know, it, it also amazing. looked like a place where a horrible murder would take place. Exactly, you yeah, said that. Yeah, I never got a chance to look that up. Yeah, that murder yeah. case. Well, well, I didn't Google know. the Johnsons. Oh, well, no. I, yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually pulled that file for you from upstairs. Oh. Uh, my stuff, my oh. my old notes. So I can get the name right because the name I did, I misspelled the name for you. Okay. Uh, so I have the correct spelling. That's just really interesting. Of the, of the That's name. So crazy. What, what is it? What? Yeah. Um, I missed what, Okay. Uh, <laughs> a little background. Yeah, we'll, yeah. A little background then, but I'll stop because it, it, it bleeds into what I want to talk about later as well before we bring on John Hansberry. Yes. Pops, pops to, the, to the podcast. He, I mentioned that the house he looked at looked like one of those true crime houses where like everything's so sweet and, 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 and quaint where it looks like a horrible murder would have taken place. But behind yeah. these behind walls. Behind these walls, behind this door. Yeah, darkness yeah. Alert. Tragedy would prevail. Uh, like Dateline episode. Yeah, 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 that's what it looked like. And then we Chip started was thought talking was back safe. and forth about an old case that I worked that where it was like that kind of house. Yeah, which behind is Behind this house, behind this house of these respected physicians, tragedy took place in the basement. And I started to tell you about it. And then I, I gave you the, not the wrong name, but just the misspelling of the name. So All right. we'll come back to that. Yes, we'll circle back on later. But you had a good but vacation. You were up there for really like interesting. a month. We had some bad weather, but it was added to the whole thing. You don't want to. It was. It wasn't boring, bright and sunny every single day. But Elvis Costello was playing a concert there on the lake. That's cool. Right, like literally adjacent. We heard the music coming across. Oh, wow. And had I been better prepared and hadn't drank so much, I would have hopped in the kayak and mm. paddled out and went right. Up, I could go right up to behind the stage oh, that's heard up, that. oh, wow. and heard him. But yeah. I didn't get to do that because yeah, I was too drunk. Good thing you didn't do it. Yeah, I know. I was Tragedy too drunk. Struck. And it was dark. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> On his yeah, way to like, the oh, Elvis wait. Costello concert. But was, yeah. did he drown or was he murdered? <laughs> There's a speck of blood in the kayak. 
That would have been awesome. Yeah, but every you know, Elvis Costello is a is a suspect. <laughs> suspect. suspect. How could Elvis Costello <laughs> yeah. be performing Veronica at the same time <laughs> that Chip Cassell was murdered? <laughs> well, luckily that didn't happen. No, it didn't. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. really cool. And because the way the lake is, I mean, the music just rolled across the water, and cool. you could totally so you could hear it. Oh yeah, we could hear it. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't perfect, obviously, but. It's like we, we could Elvis rec- Costello album on really low. Just in yeah, the yeah, exactly. And we were like, you know, drinking and just having a good time with a fire and had a bonfire. All family, so like all, all your your daughters. Yeah, it was everybody. my my family and my wife's sister's family. All those, all the cousins and everything. So I'm always curious about that when you when you're with your family 24 uh-huh. seven here in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> is it different when you take your family and are spending 24 seven with them in Michigan? <laughs> Does a dynamic change? I'm serious. Or is it just same thing, just in a different place, in a different environment? And does it get better? Does it go up a notch? And then when you come back home, is it the same shit all over again? Like, man, I wish we were in Michigan. I asked you a lot of questions all at one time, and I apologize. <laughs> Take <your> time. <laughs> no, it's better being with the family up in Michigan, because then all the kids, get they go off and do their own thing. And they distract each other. Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. is. Yeah, and then each family takes turn. Uh, making dinner for the entire group. Okay. So uh, we were there for Monday, through, well, Saturday to Saturday, right? Something like that, I guess. I don't know. Let's just say Saturday to Saturday we were there. So Liz uh, made uh, dinner Saturday and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday because she makes the best dinners. Everybody de- uh, capitulated say, to her. So we got ripped off. So, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, somebody has to, somebody has to make a shitty dinner and they don't want to be yeah, the person that makes the exactly. shitty dinner. Yeah, Liz, and I, Liz, she makes feasts. It's yeah. not just dinner. It's yeah. a So feast. she set the bar too high. Exactly, yeah. So I somebody so. else should have gone first. Sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Dino says, you say that all the time. When I, do do something really shitty, and then nobody will ever ask you no, to do it again. Oh, do it again. Exactly. <laughs> I did that early on in our marriage from, about laundry. I learned that from... <laughs> <laughs> I learned that from my father. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't teach me a lot, but the lessons that he did teach have been invaluable. <laughs> if there's something you don't want to do, do a really bad job, and nobody will ever ask you to do it again. <laughs> oh, wise man. Absolutely. Wise man, but a good yeah. trip. Yeah, it was. And everywhere I go, when we go on vacation, I always try to find a cafe to, that I can go to. you got to go have your coffee. Exactly. Your First coffee. thing in the morning, I wake up before everybody else does, and I go to that cafe, and I found this place called Max. Max breakfast and coffee place or something. It looked like a looked like something out of Twin Peaks. It was like a log cabin looking place that had yeah. coffee and also had like breakfast food and stuff like that all day long. But I didn't get any food. I just got there went there for the coffee. Was coffee good? Oh, it was really good. Okay. I was surprised. Hmm. Yeah. 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 And they, they had uh, oat milk and I because that that's how I take my coffee now. I don't drink dairy because it upsets my tummy too much. Why don't you just drink it? Black? Like, yeah, like your life. Dark like my, and bitter. <laughs> dark. <laughs> like your women, yeah. I like it uh, with my with oat milk, you know, mm. real oaky and barrely. I don't know. I don't know. But it was great. It was fun. There's nothing better than a damn good cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. it was great. And I, what I like to do is I, I'd sit at, at the, this place had booths. I'd sit at a booth, yeah. and the booth next to me had the same group of old guys that were locals. I could hear them telling stories and waxing and stuff. And it's the best. Oh my god, it's great! I even wrote down a few things they were saying because it was so interesting. Yeah. In my in my journal. Cool. So you absorb the local color. Exactly. That's what I like to do every place yeah. I go. You're a sponge. Exactly. Yes, I'm a sponge. You're a sponge. Yeah. One of the days we went to uh, the wineries. We, it was a whole group of wineries uh, at one of the peninsulas, and 
we went to the furthest one you can get before going falling off into the water and then we worked our way down we hit seven of them and oh my god oh, we're wow. trashed man yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it's your it vacation great. they have a spit yeah. bucket I'm not gonna waste it and then spit out the rest <laughs> so you can enjoy. Yeah, he also great. brought back a bottle of whiskey, but I don't think I want any part of it. No, yeah, it's the uh, it's, uh, Grand Traverse yeah. Distillery. I didn't get to go there. My wife and yeah, sister-in-law went there. It's cherry flavored yeah, whiskey. Yeah, no. You know, it says cherry flavored. Does that mean it's actually made from cherries, or it's I just don't flavored know, like but cherries? Probably in a barrel. It's, just it's, something. Uh, no. I don't know. No, I don't actually, know anything about it. Liz when got it actually it. says cherry flavored on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you were to say if that was just Grand Traverse, because they make good whiskey. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that's what was it? Was it Grand Traverse? No, Traverse City. Traverse City is different. Grand Traverse Distillery. That's a different. Oh, that's something different. That's something different. Is it really? Traverse City has Traverse City. Wait, an apple and a So wait, what is it then? It's I don't know. I mean, I'll try it. They went to the distillery and I didn't get to. I missed the distillery. It was in this other little town. When it's just market. Cherry flavored. That's yeah, because they're all about yeah. cherries up there. Yeah. Osbeck and I have decided that you could probably make a decent old fashioned with it. Yeah, flavor. yeah, I think that's where it's going to be relegated to. You guys already mixer. went took that step already, huh? Yeah, yeah. we're, we're thinking good. Tasted good, it already. Good, yeah, because <laughs> now if it was a whiskey that had a hint of cherry in it, that'd be interesting. But well, I tasted a hint of it. Yeah, it probably tasted <laughs> a lot of it. Yes. So that might that might well, I don't even that, yeah. and that's very snobbish of me. I apologize. It's very snobbish of me. After no, two hundred and fifty okay. some bottles of whiskey on the show, that that I that I've already poo pooed it without even trying it. I may like it. No, I'll give it a taste a little later. But we'll don't let it ruin later. the tailor for you, though. No, 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 I won't. And yeah. Hansberry, Michigan. Were we close uh, up there? Were, were you guys neighbors? Like, uh, I don't think so. No, I, th- I think we're about 90, 90 minutes uh, oh, north, okay. uh, east of you. He couldn't even get on a kayak to go see uh-huh. Elvis Costello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? He was going to get <laughs> 90 miles down to see you no, and vice versa. <laughs> Through all the, the uh, tributaries. Uh, yeah, that was cool, but I, I, I'd rather talk about something else. I had a really uh, a big coming of age moment for for me, like uh, in Michigan. No, no, before before Michigan. You talking about the concert? The concert. Yeah, he the, was, was he you? was one of the few, one of the rare. Did so I, I I scored some uh, Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, oh Taylor Swift! I was going to bring it up, oh. and uh, it like I said, it was a really coming of age moment for I, like I really realized Did you wear a I'm I'm an old. I didn't wear a diaper. I'm an old man. I'm a, like you know I joke about oh I'm old. I've got gray in my beard, and I but like old man. Uh, I had a fanny pack. do I sit down with your father? Then you'll see a couple old men. I had I brought a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. With uh, granola yeah, bar, new balances, <laughs> snacks. Yeah. Uh, I, no, but I, ha- I had these sandals on, and they were I w- they, like I was just was like wearing my coolest outfit I could muster, and I was <laughs> just a total, total nerd. All yeah. like, and it just wasn't cool just, enough. Uh, uh, and I had like uh, I, I, brought, I brought ponchos because it was supposed to be raining, right. so I was like carrying around. I went okay. to and made a poncho stop. Like I was ultimate dad mode, and I'm just looking around and. Uh, I was probably the oldest one there by, well, at least in my row, by 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> but you took your daughter. Yeah. But yeah. So that's good. So it was awesome. The concert was great. And, and Mabel's how old now? She's eight. Eight. Oh, so man. she's. Check this out. Check out Mabel's concert resume at eight years of age. She Taylor was, Swift. Yeah, okay. And before that. Her first concert was uh, at uh, Progressive Fieldwear, the, yeah. wherever the Indians play, to see Elton John. See Elton John. Oh, that's that's awesome. yeah. yeah. She's got a good one-two punch. Yeah. Yeah, so That's I don't great. you know from the, you talk about setting the bar high. No yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where you and and your son got to see Dylan. 
Hey, son, you're gonna love it. I swear. He took your son to what's, see Bob Dylan. What's he saying, Dad? <laughs> I can't understand a word. He's singing. It's true. I've seen that guy live. You can't understand. Do you? I think that was the last time my kid, my son, like went somewhere with me without complaining. He was like, "All right, cool." And then now he just says, "No, dude, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'll stay here. Yeah. <laughs> Another concert with you, Dad? Yeah, mm. good. Okay, what's a what's Fortnite. a What's a, a Taylor Swift version for your son? What would really bring him out to this concert? Yeah, make him excited? That's a great question. Like, yeah. would, like, would he be interested in seeing uh, Bruce Springsteen when he comes to town in September? Uh, Harry Styles? Uh, or Harry Yeah. Styles? Um, that's a great question. Bruce, yeah, maybe. Again, he... Um, I don't know. Because like, Mabel didn't really like, know who Elton John was. Right. She just was my date. and uh, but, but she left. No one, you know, We were like yeah. super into him. So, yeah, Bruce Springsteen would be great. I guess uh, what Paul I'm asking is, I mean, I, any of the huge ones that I would like to do. It, it seems, and I'm not saying you're playing favorites, but it seems like as far as your musical influences, you're trying to pass those influences along to to your son. So I'm, I'm sure he's heard you play Bob Dylan records right. in the house. Right. So he had some sort of, yeah. you know, idea sure. as to what he was getting into. Exactly. So Yeah, he did. If someone along those lines were to show up again, would you try to? I'd take them. Continue? The Eagles would be fun. Yeah. You know, oh, any of those yeah, big, huge, fun, yeah, right, big right, right. concerts would be cool. Right? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. But my daughter is spoiled. It's rotten. So I'm trying to. As well, she should be. Yeah, she is. She's, yeah, she's, she's, uh, she, she was my daughter. I'd spoil her. She's yeah. she's yeah. a doll baby. She's great. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of something that my kid Davis would like. My son. I don't know. I'll just keep maybe it'll be sports. Maybe it'll be sports. Yeah, yeah. Guar. 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 Yeah, we talked about maybe going to a Reds game. Guar. Killing me tonight. Man, I want to go to Guar. We're going to come back with the masks and tattoos yeah. and everything. Uh-huh. That's funny. But anyway, so in summation, I'm, I'm an old, I just feel really old and, and not you're all cool. of what, 39, right? 39, not Next 40. Next year you'll be yeah. 40. Well, you got to oh, do something man. big for 40. Anybody yeah, else got man. milestones coming up? I'll be no. 65 next year. I think that's a milestone. That's a milestone. What are you going to be next year? 59. 59? 59's cool. 59's yeah. a good birthday. Yeah. Really? 59's a good birthday. Yeah, nice. that's a year of reflection for sure. Yeah, you've made it. Well, to I got a head start because yeah. I've been reflecting all year. I understand. Yeah, yeah I understand. <laughs> I always find that the Niners, the 39s, the 49s, That's the right. 59s, aren't are, are are probably the more difficult years than turning the 40s, the mm, 50s, yeah. and the 60s. I can that see makes that. Sense. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. Niners. Yeah. So, so, do we look old to you then? No, that's the thing. Is I still picture myself as like a cool high schooler with like a Letterman yeah, jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not. <laughs> I could do <laughs> ten pull ups. No, you can't. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> well, you make me do feel you... like a contemporary. Thank you. Thank that's you. all I gotta say. That's why I like hanging out with you guys. I was gonna say. <laughs> you, do you think that by by simply sometimes you know through osmosis you think by hanging out with us that we're like you know, you're aging me <laughs> that we're aging you quicker. Then maybe you do need to start hanging out with people your own age. Yeah, probably <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Eh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not your average 64-year-old. Either. No, you're not. Uh, you're so, not. yeah. That's no. too funny. Uh-uh. Johnny, how old are you? I'll be 59 this year. You'll be 59 this year as well. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, you guys both have that yeah, but, uh, that yeah. reflective birthday coming up. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. And Michigan was good? Family? It was great. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. fun. Uh, I saw you great went weather. fishing. Went fishing. Catch anything? No. What kind of fish? Uh, uh, my father-in-law and brother-in-law are uh, smallmouth bass fishermen. That's I what see. they mainly go for. Did they catch anything? They caught a lot. Did you eat it? Uh, we did. 
Oh, sweet. Why didn't you catch anything? Uh, well, I, you know what you're doing? Yeah, I, you, my heart wasn't in it this time. This time? Yeah. Was it in it last time? Sometimes, a lot of times when I go, I'm, I'll actually try. I, I, I kind of kept taking a nap. Like, a, there's a good probably two-hour window where I didn't have any bait on my hook, and I just was like, just <laughs> you said kind you of were off. You were faux fishing? You were faux fishing? <laughs> I was faux fishing. <laughs> just kind of nodding off. But I realized <laughs> I had a great time. It's a thing. Or if it isn't, it should be. It's about relaxing. It's, it's about, exactly. I got to doze off. I mean, that's a, great, that's a great way to act like you're doing something right. and you're not. Yeah. I had a blast, and uh, part of it because my mentality. I was I, I was thinking of you, who was in Vegas that you're going to talk about. But it's like fishing. It was like going to the casino. You know, it was a good day at fish at fishing because I didn't I didn't lose any fish. Right. Sure. <laughs> True. Yeah. So. Yeah. I lost fish. <laughs> I lost. Are we, are we talking about your uh, couple weeks there now? Uh, it was it was a whirlwind yeah. week. It was it started it was it started by going to Los Angeles on a Friday mm-hmm. uh, to tape, and this is something that we're going to do in a later podcast because yeah. John Whitney's been after me to do it forever, and the only reason I said I didn't want to do it is because I wasn't I didn't feel I was well versed enough in it, but. What I went to L.A. for was to tape a segment of a show called uh, Real Murders of Los Angeles, which is the awesome. third in a series now. They have Real Murders of Atlanta, Real mm-hmm. Murders of Orange County, and starting in October will be the premiere of Real Murders of Los Angeles. They dug, oh. they dug up a case that is some 35 years old that started in Los Angeles, but the investigative part of it started here in Columbus, Ohio. And as I have mentioned on previous podcasts mm-hmm. back in the day when I was a younger man, even younger than you, Greg Hansberry. Oh, my gosh. That's young. I was, I was an investigator. And this particular case, which was an insurance fraud case, it was a murder case. It turned into a murder case. The insurance fraud was basically they faked the death of one of the owners of the company and killed somebody to replace him out in California. And that is the basis of the Just Sweats case, which we will go into more detail in a future podcast. And Just Sweats, is, that's the name of the company. Just Sweats store. was the name of the company that the uh, John Hawkins and right. Melvin Hansen had together. It yeah. took me a while to figure out what you were talking about when you say Just, just Sweats. Sweats. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Sweats was what it was. You know, when they were reporting about it in the papers, it was the Just Sweats. Yeah. It came down as the Just Sweats case. Gotcha. I remember it. Uh, I remember, yeah. I remember the store on High Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went out to. Uh, they had, did they have other stuff besides sweats there? No, or, just sweats. Just sweats. Okay. Yeah. Which he actually took the idea. Hawkins got the idea for when he saw a company called Pure Sweats out in California, and he actually uh, just talked to somebody from Pure Sweats and got all the information he could <laughs> and, and stole ripped it the off. Idea yeah. and, and, and and took it and, and and it became unintentionally successful. Because that wasn't the plan. The plan was to start this company and get some investors and go, oh, yeah, we, you know, because they pulled a lot of other type of scams similar to that in previous years. But it ended up being a huge success. It's like the producers. Isn't that the the play? Exactly. It ended up being a huge success. But um, I went out there and taped about three and a half hours worth of interviews for the Oxygen True Crime channel. It'll air in the fall. I don't know when our episode will air. And you'll see me trying to recall case that I worked 35 years ago. And I'm very curious as to how it'll all get pieced together and uh, very curious as to what the feedback might be after the fact. So, so then I was there from Friday and I got on a plane Saturday right after I got done shooting 
flew back to Columbus, had Sunday to regroup, and then flew out to Las Vegas on Monday because I was in the World Series of Poker. There you go. Hence the title, Mystery Plots in Las Vegas Poker Pots. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> a full, full day and a half, right? No, I did not last a full day and a half. I thought you went to the second day. The first no, round the second no, day. no, no. See, I knew you guys would get it wrong. Yeah, I, I, was, I said I got through the second blind. Oh, okay. Don't so know what second that means. blind. Second game of the first yeah, day. Each blind is two hours long. I got through gotcha. the first one with no problem. Did great, actually. Got through the second one with no problem. Only it was down about three thousand in chips. And then the third blind, I just got Oof. devastated. So when you kept saying blind, I was like, I have no fucking idea what he's talking about. And the I, blind, you're the big. Yeah. There's the big blind, the small blind, and when you're the big blind, you also have to put in the ante. So if the big blind is two hundred, the ante is two hundred. So is that the buy-in to the game? Basically? No, the buy-in for the game is ten thousand right, dollars okay. to, to get into the World Series That's of Poker, which I won. That was not my money. Mm. I won that at the Columbus Italian Club tournament that we have every year. I was the lucky recipient of that cash. You earned it. I earned it. I earned it, yes. You I put it. money into it to try to win it, and I did win it. And you know, and that's a very surreal moment where you plop down 10000 large. and want Cash, to, right? Cash, too, yeah, because I yeah. debated how to do it. I was going to do a cashier's check, and then I found out, I read the fine print, that checks need five days to clear, so you would have had to deposit it and sign up for that five days before you were supposed to play. And so... That wouldn't have worked out. I could have put it on my 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 debit card, but then they charge you an exorbitant fee for that, and I didn't want to do that. So yeah, I took ten grand out in cash, <laughs> kept it by my side every step of the way. You know when, when about like plot, uh, you know crime plot. <laughs> you, yeah. have, you, know, you have a suitcase oh, with ten grand. Yeah, ten grand's out there, not, uh, not enough, but uh, yeah. which an envelope, a big a envelope. Bag. I picture a gym bag. It wasn't a gym bag. It was a dop kit. It's a satchel. It was it was it was close it was close to me the whole time. Oh, yeah. I didn't let go of that bag. Was a fanny pack. A fanny pack. I got a fanny pack next time you yeah. go. <laughs> and then Vegas itself was fun because I was out there with the guys. We ate at the Golden Steer Restaurant, the oldest steakhouse in Las Vegas, the old Rat Pack Steakhouse. Cool. That was cool. That was great. It was uh, cool. the, opened up in 1958, I believe, mm. and it was just the, it was just. You know, pure old school Rat Pack every step of the way. Nice. Great meal, great steak. Yeah. How long did you stay out there after? Uh, the I, we got there on a Monday. I played on Tuesday, and we left on Thursday. Right, so you had a day morning. and some change. To... Yeah, I had a day to lose more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, now you guys are you guys aren't big gamblers per se. No. I mean, you know, I mean, you would no, know, but I'm willing to learn. Well, yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it can it can be expensive, you know. Yeah, a, yeah I'd, I'd had I had uh, big highs and then lots of lows and just uh, just and by, when it was all said and done, it was a low. Mm. I walked out yeah. with uh, every you know nothing nothing, and it whittles down to one person. Right. Uh, yeah, one person is uh, the person take. who wins the World Series of Poker. Uh, by the time this podcast drops, it should be wrapped up, actually. Uh, will win $12 million. Wow. And it's a winner take all? Or? No, no, no. You start winning money. Uh, it used to be if you got into day three, deep into day three, you could cash out and you know win 15000 win 5000 more than what you invested. And the deeper you go, the longer you stick around, the more the money goes up. So the top ten people will, you know, I think ten will get at least a number ten will get at least a million. Mm. You know, I, I don't know that for certain, but yeah. yeah, there's 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 money to me, but it's a grind. Each session, each day is twelve, thirteen hour day. I mean, if if you're in it, you're in it, and I I you know 
everybody said, were you, were you nervous? And I said, no, I wasn't nervous. I was excited. Mm-hmm. I must have been excited because at one point, about three hands in, I spilled my coffee all over the poker table. Oh, that was smooth. Uh, yeah, yeah. And oh. I, I, I did. And I did. And yeah, if time could stop, that's when it stopped. Oh. And that's when I had like a Jerry Lewis moment. <laughs> I spilled the coffee on the table with the chips and the bedding and the napkins and I wipe it up and I got it on your shirt. I'm sorry. Let me wipe. I'm making it worse. <laughs> it was not, not, not my proudest moment. Oh, man. And, uh, but my friend Jamie San Filippo, he was watching. He goes, well, he spilled his coffee. So he's there. He's good. He's, he's good. good. Yeah. We got that got out, out of the way. Yeah. Got that out of the way. Yeah, and I bet out of turn one time because one guy had his cards covered, you know, really covered, you know, like, and I didn't, I, I thought he was out, and I, and I bet, and he's like, he's looking at me like, oh, Jesus, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I got those two little mistakes out of the way, and I, I played the best, the best poker I could play. I, I folded a lot of hands. I did everything that I was supposed to do correctly. I just got shitty cards in the third blind, and you can't. Some guys can't play with shitty cards. I'm not good enough to play with shitty cards. I'll admit that. Next year, I'll be better if I go back next year. Yeah. Yeah, so. Cool. So there you go. So then, finally back home, and here we are, back to normal, on the whiskey business, leading our normal, everyday lives. We're back to where we're supposed to be, drinking some some Colonel, some Taylor. Very good. Yes, nice little sippy sip. Yes. And uh, Chip, I will ask you to politely, as you do, get up as so always. we can bring in a guest and you can start taking some photos because okay. he's had a chance to walk around my house yeah. and he's look at antsy. my books <laughs> and make his opinions and his evaluations about a man that he knows, but he doesn't really know. He only knows me through you, Hansberry. <laughs> And That's I've right. seen him on a handful of occasions, but a pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Mr. John Hansberry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Father of here, Greg here, har, Hansberry. Har. Yo, yo. Now, this is interesting. He talks about being old, and I'm looking at you, and you favor your father. So how old are you, John, if you don't mind me asking? I just turned 72. 72. Right. So Hansberry, take yeah. a good look at that man. Take a good look. That's, that's a good looking 72. That's what I look like in that's, 30 if, if, years. That, if, you, if that's what you're going to look like at 72, I think you're yeah, doing all right for all right. yourself. All right. right? Thank I'll you. take it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, thanks for stopping guys. by, John. It was a real pleasure. That's all I wanted to hear. That's, right. that's what I came for. It came. So I do have one question. Uh-oh. Yeah, man. How does $10,000 in a satchel go through TSA? Yeah. How'd, how'd that look on the scanner going through, huh? Um, they didn't say a word, surprisingly enough. Now, if it would have been more than Vegas, if right? it would have been more than ten thousand dollars, I think that's the tipping point. Anything more than ten. Now, did they? You know, did they see it? But they knew I was going to Vegas. And if they would have asked me, I would have said I'm going to Vegas. Yeah, right. It's interesting because the 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 investigative thing that I spoke of earlier, one of the things that flagged one of the co-conspirators, Melvin Hansen, was fourteen thousand dollars in cash that he did not declare. Uh-huh. Yeah. When he, was coming back, money right there, right? when he was coming back through uh, through through uh, Mexico, through it was Dallas. 80s, yeah, it was yeah, 80s. For, you know, a shaving kit, you know, much less $10,000 or something to stop That's and, interesting. and do the swab and all that stuff. Yeah, because I had the $10,000 in my bag, but they wouldn't let me take more than half, more than three ounces of hair gel. <laughs> so yeah, go figure. The right? hair gel was a bigger concern <laughs> than the ten grand that was in my bag. And the mule they got in, going in my to bag, Vegas, yeah. So. So yeah, no, no issue with the ten grand. Great, I good. was surprised as well. I yeah. thought they would at least be inquisitive about it. Good. 
Uh, also, uh, Jason and John Osbeck, get over here. We got two glasses over here of the Colonel. I want you to share in this. Uh, it's really this, hot. You think it's it hot? hot? Yeah. yeah. It's a little warm going down, but the after burn is good. After it's 100 proof. After glow. It's hotter than 100, I think. I mean, feel, taste it. Anyway, I think that, that was my I think that's just from global okay. warming. I think it's you think it's no. global warming. <laughs> Everything else gets blamed, you know, for that. So yeah, it's like a wet ball. it um, mm-hmm. it smells familiar, like a um, like a Weller or something. Uh, it, it's from Buffalo Trace. Yeah, yeah. It's from Buffalo Trace. So yeah. Oh, I love Buffalo Trace. Well, well, this is where you can get it. If you go down to the distillery, a, you'll be able to pretty much get get ca- a bottle. Get a bottle. I call of it this. a good afterglow. Yeah, you, you drink bourbon on a regular basis. I, I occasionally. I used to drink it more than I do now. I tell you, my uh, actually, I'm more of a uh, Irish whiskey person. Just, okay. Uh, by training, actually, 20 years ago, went to Ireland and hit uh, the Jameson Distillery and went through their the brewery, and then they have the tasting room where you get a chance to taste everything, and uh, that's where I learned that I liked uh, the expensive. Jameson, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Nothing wrong with Jameson. That's a, that's that's uh, that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. Irish whiskeys. Though yeah. I've gotten to be, uh, I've you know we've had a, quite a few of them on the show. Mm-hmm. We have to get him back too, Martin. Yeah, no, oh Martin. Yeah, yeah for for, for, Irish, for Bua. Irish Larry. Yeah, no, Barry. Barry, sorry, Irish Barry. <laughs> Irish yeah, my Barry. problem. Irish my problem is I learned to taste the, the expensive bottle of Irish yeah, whiskey. Right. You know. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. take the advice I gave your son. Go in low and then rise. <laughs> if you go up high, yeah. then everything else is going to be, you know, if you, if you start. I started I, out with shit whiskey and learned how to better appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I know a little bit about you. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it's interesting what you've done all your life and what he's been doing all his life. They don't match up. Mm-hmm. They don't match up at all. Well, you know, I think they do in a lot of ways. You were talking earlier about Greg exposing his kids to music. You know, I'm an old garage band drummer from the uh, 60s. Are you really? See, yeah. you never told me this. Yeah. You never and, told me this. And uh, this, so is, this is what I know about you. You're yeah. an accountant. Oh, well, there's that too, you know. But yeah, so no, I'm an old garage band drummer. And uh, so my record collection goes back way then, way back. And I, I'll, raising him and his two sisters, uh, we would have A to Z weekends at home. And we'd just start with... The Almond Brothers, and we'd go down through ZZ Top, and I would we'd place every, they they heard it all. Okay, so that's so where, that's you where I get my, my appreciation for music mm-hmm. and vinyl. Yeah. And, why why yeah, would so you not share this with me? Why do I got to find out yeah. from an almost stranger? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> in fact, it was my daughter, my middle daughter, who um, turned me on to country. I really wasn't a big country fan, but um, she she said, "Daddy, you got to listen to this guy called Garth Brooks." So, yeah, okay. I mean, they turned me on to some stuff. And he, of all persons, Greg, turned me on to Neil Young, of all people. I'd never been a big Neil Young fan until mm. later he started listening to yeah. him. And I said, hmm, yeah, there is something there. So how so, come? How did Neil Young not make it when you were going A to Z? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Who was, who well, was a Y? Well, y- the, the, yes. It was yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Um, Jesse, yes. Jesse Youngblood. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, some yeah. of those guys. Yeah, so that was kind of more my wise. Okay. If you want to yeah. know. Oh, so you got turned on to yes at mm-hmm. an early age? All all well. that stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Floyd, um, the early Pink Floyd, Umaguma albums. Uh-huh. Some of those things that uh, you know they're better off listening to, you know, after you've you know had a little of the nickel bag, you know, kind of thing. So that was a lot alcohol. of fun. Yeah, right. Uh, no, but and then having the sisters, um, I think I got exposed to a lot of the '80s pop, Michael Jackson, Madonna. I think I like those 
musicians more so than uh, the normal person my, yeah. my and generation. then two uh, yeah because you're a big mariah carey fan i love mariah yeah. carey the yodeler i call her the yeah. yodeler yeah <laughs> yeah and who do you blame that on because that, that's not your influence. No, no, that's, no. Um, and then two, <laughs> like going, to, on. going to con- some of the early concerts I took him to was um, Jethro Tull. He's seen Jethro Tull a couple of times yeah. with me. Wow. So he's seen some of the old the classic guys. So yeah. every time it would be, it's like Sticks, Ario Speedwagon, and Journey would come through every state fair you know, every was, year. Uh, I think we went to They all travel together, you know. And one time the kids bought me tickets to Sticks, Ario, and Journey one time, and the four of us went. And played air guitar and sang every song as loud as we could. I mean, because you can do that on on all their songs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so. That so. This been there's been a lot of music in our family. It's been that's, a lot of fun. That's that's very been a lot of fun. Yeah. Shame on you. I, yeah. I, shame <laughs> on you. Shame on you. I'm glad uh, your yeah. father's here so I can find I, this I, stuff I out. I just was keeping it so uh, just, to let you uh, him uh, tell you. Waiting yeah. for this very night. Nice. <laughs> what was the name of your garage band? The Majestics. The Majestics. Oh, I even have framed my original drumhead yeah. cover. Yeah, uh, one of the guys in the band kind of pinned a, a uh, kind of a Beatlesque kind of thing where the girls are screaming at the fence, being held back with the band in the background kind right. of thing. You know, back in those crazy Beatle days, he's penciled that on a drumhead cover with the Majestics on there, and I, I've carried it around, carried it around with me, and it's a little bit more warm showing wear for his life. But we got I got it framed and. Uh, I showed it to him the other day. It's, 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 so those little keepsakes are fun. So what year yeah. is this when you were in the Majestic? It didn't be the 65, 66, 67. So did you fall into the hair and the suit and the whole thing or no? Oh, yeah. I had a little narrow, narrow <laughs> jacket. Remember that? The little sure. collar thing? My mom sure. made it for me. It was a cool little narrow jacket. Nice. And yeah, oh, yeah, it did all How that How long stuff. was the band together? Um, probably about three years. We were, we were all um, Air Force brats. We, lived in Air, we were all new kids. Our dads were in the Air Force. So I, I was first to move away, and they well kind of moved away, split up. But we were in uh, Nob Noster, Missouri. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing about the Majestics. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I don't doubt I don't doubt it for a second. Now, did you have aspirations? I mean, as long as you guys were together. I mean, you you got a garage band. You're there a year. Now you're two years. Mm-hmm. You're getting a good name locally. Did mm-hmm. you have dreams and aspirations? Well, did you, you know, make, make, we, for making original music? We, no, we, really not. I, all I can remember is we'd get we go down, we'd, we'd run down the store and buy the 45. And we would play that thing over and over and getting the lyrics and the guys would get the chorus. You know, you couldn't go on the internet and get cor- get lyrics and chorus printed off. You yeah. had to figure it out yourself from the 45, you know. So that was really weird. Just really didn't do a lot of that. I didn't feel like we did that. We were, we, uh, we. We're party uh, band. We were, we were at the, we were the house band at the officers club there. All nice. the young officers what danced. Was the set list? Huh? What was the set list? Oh, let's see. Um, we would do uh, Wild Thing, uh, Good Lovin' by the Young Rascals. Sure. Yeah. We even did uh, Snoopy and the Red Baron just for fun. Remember oh, that? Just for fun, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you got to do that one. Yeah, right. So, so that, <laughs> did you do Louie Louie or you just, uh, that growing up, that was the only Kate Piano uh, <laughs> song my dad knew on the piano was Louie Louie. So yeah, he taught all of us. We did that. <laughs> and then uh, we did uh, Time Is On My Side, The Stones. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that song. And you know, so those kind of fun songs we did, you know, just uh, so those. I mean, those who was the lead days. singer? Uh, Jeff Peak played twelve string guitar. Yeah, and those, oh, he really yeah. sounded good. That's yeah, a lead singer name too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeff so Jeff Peak. Yeah, Jeff yeah. So yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun. We played the the officers club. Then went nearby was a college town. We played a, played a couple of frat parties and. Uh, our moms came along was there because we were in eighth grade, you know. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. oh, you're, not going, you're not going to the frat house without mom coming yeah. along. So there we are with our mom. I was, my next question was, you guys party a lot? Like, no, you're in eighth grade. No. Oh, my <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was. You're funny. already up past your bedtime. <laughs> I know. It. I know. Yeah. 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 So that. All right. Was so after the band broke up, did yeah. you stay musically inclined? Yeah, I played drums off and on over the years. I've been in a few different bands and a different kind of a, a country band. And actually, for about the past ten years, I've been playing at church. So that's that's a trick. They're going from a regular old four four rock and roll beat right. to you know whatever the church song is and. Somehow or another, I made it work most of the time. So that was kind of fun. It's been kind of fun doing that. You know, it was like a, a Gregorian chant. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and I was good with the rim shots when the priest would crack a joke. You know, I'd kind of put you. You know, nice. Did you? Know, so I did, did you do, I did you that? Do that? A, oh, I did that great. a couple of times. That's you great. know, yeah, yeah. That's great. So you know, the, <laughs> I, I did. I didn't do it as much as I wanted to. You, know, you can't do it every time, but at the right time, you can do that. So, so he got a couple of rim shots from me. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, that's, that'll break up a mass for you, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, you know, music a huge part of your life, but obviously you did not choose that path to be a musician mm-hmm. for your mm-hmm. life. You, right. you you chose a different mm-hmm. path. Yeah. That, that were, now, you said you were a, uh, a Navy or, or Air Force. Air Force, Air Force brat. Yeah. So yeah. did you, were you in the service? No, no, didn't no. do any of that. No, didn't went away to school, like Greg said, became an accountant. And Why an accountant? I just, um, because the high school bookkeeping teacher was cute. Really? You know, so I took bookkeeping and found out I liked how the credits equaled the debits. And so, like you, you had, yeah, so you I, I, that was my thing. I just realized in high school early on that that, you was, were good kind numbers. Of my, that was good numbers and went, went on to be an accountant. You do his taxes? And I yeah. do. And then I, then I, st- I went and did accounting and then specialized in taxes, corporate and personal tax later on. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've done. Just this past uh, April, he was like, Greg, you're almost 40. you got to learn how to do this by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cut the cord at yeah. some point. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be here forever. You know, he's going to go He's gonna go to the funeral home with his tax yeah, returns, like, you know. Well, saying. you know what? I feel for him. I, good for you. Because I, I have an accountant, and, you know, each year I said, you ready to retire? He goes, no, I'm going to do another year. I'm like, thank God. Because <laughs> when he retires, I'm I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. All your secrets. I'm yeah. screwed. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you, you establish a relationship. Off grid, yeah, it really. Is. An accountant yeah. is a, is a yeah. very intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you have the same one for years and years yeah. and years, yeah. it's like a doctor. Yeah, yeah he knows yeah. you. I, I do. I don't. I just kind of do personal taxes on the side. I do a handful of folks. But you're right. It's kind of more of you kind of get to know them and. I'll call them up sometimes and they'll be doing a tax return and quiz Mallory on a couple of things. Did you know this was going on? You know, so anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about if I had other aspirations, I'm going to listen to a podcast called The History of Rock and Roll in 500 Songs. And this guy really gets into the weeds on a lot of, like, say, for instance, Happy Together by the Turtles, how that came to be recorded and all the backstory on it. And I think to myself, I could have been a drummer back in those days, playing on "Happy Together" or some some of. This. I'm there's no way I'm a, a John Bonham or anything like that. Some but I, 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 yeah, I could have been a good session guy back in the day if I'd have had the you know the guts to, you know, leave the bookkeeping world right. and, and go find my niche, you know. But uh, but it's all about decisions. Yeah, yeah decisions to make at that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think about that yeah. as well. Sure. Yeah, sure, we all do. And right. When you told me that what Grandma, your mom, said to you at one point was. Become an accountant because you're there's you're gonna have a job, like they're always you know they'll, they'll always need accountants in the world. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and I, you I remember you telling me that before, mm-hmm. um, just as my my own yeah. 
career choices. Go into radio. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. Go for yeah. a good career yeah, path. Yeah, you, know? yeah. You, you, know, you could not have advised uh-uh. him to go on the radio yeah. and always have a job because there couldn't be anything less <laughs> yeah. true. People always well, have you know, a radio. It's funny. I've always just told him, do something that makes you happy, and I do think he enjoys this path he's on. I mean, you know, nobody ever accused anybody on the radio of uh, getting rich, but, you know, I think you know, everybody I know in radio business enjoys what they're doing. I fun. Uh, have enjoyed working with your son. I bust his balls r- regularly. Uh, I, I do on a regular basis for years out of, and, and he knows that if I, the day I quit busting his balls means I've, I heard I heard you this morning on there a little bit busting his balls about the suitcases and are they meant for him to pack and, and leave the house, you know? Yeah. Greg, Greg, and Greg's response is, hey, I'm right here, you guys. I'm right here. Well, he mentioned that Mallory bought new luggage on, on Prime Day on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So who's it for? Huh? Have, have you taken a look at it? See what it looks like? If it's all pink and... and and uh, somewhat bejeweled, it's, it's yeah, not a family yeah. set. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, right? But, yeah. But I, 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 what do I always, what do I always say about you? What are you? The son you never wanted. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Good. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. it is, <laughs> it's great. interesting because you know Stacy is, is our co-host, and in a weird way, they always say. It is almost like this parental family unit because of the age and mm-hmm. the uh, you know, the mother and the father. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a well, fun dynamic. It is. It is it's it, one it, of a kind. And, and age wise, my daughter is only a year older than your son, mm-hmm. so he, he technically, you know, <laughs> I could have had a son his age. You know, it could it could have worked out mm-hmm. that way. But but, um, but he, talk about having a son. I'll tell you a little bit about his beginnings. I want to hear. He. Yeah. Um, the most exciting part of his life, he didn't know he was a brand new baby. He was born in Portales, New Mexico, um, about seven miles from uh, where the Clovis Man was discovered near Clovis, New Mexico. The, the Clovis oldest, man? the Clovis Man, the oldest man discovered in North America, yeah. eleven thousand years old. Oh, that now that's been disputed recently, but still eleven thousand years. And he, the the kind of the motto is. <laughs> Um, hello, Clovis man. Goodbye, woolly mammoth. Because they were like the first big animal. They had, they had specialized Clovis spear tips. So he was born in that neighborhood. Then the best part is we lived in Clovis, New Mexico, right down the street from Norman Petty's recording studio where Buddy Holly made his wow. first records. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, yeah, so you had, you had music. Uh, See, born right in your, right the, down the street. Deeply ingrained. Yeah, Buddy yeah. Holly and the crickets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah. So, so how long were you in uh, New Mexico? We were down there about six years. Yeah, yeah. I was only there for like a couple of years. Yeah, like you're, I was yeah, born right. Down there, so. Yeah, he was born in Indianapolis. And then moved to. Then we moved back to moved to Indianapolis. Yeah, came back here and, um, you know, when you live in New Mexico, you don't get a lot of family come out there to visit you. You know, it's just not that. You know, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is back. This is back in the '80s, and they're just nowadays you just pick get online and you get some airline tickets and yeah. you're there. Back in the 80s, it just wasn't a thing, you know. So unless somebody would get in the car and drive three days to see us. So we came back to the Midwest. We had family in St. Louis and Kansas City. So Indianapolis was the closest place. So, yeah, that's where we're at. So he ended up. The rest is history. Yeah, he ended up here. So, yeah. How'd you meet your wife? At college. She was an Air Force brat, too. Oh, so, really? Um, so we both ended up being uh, hooked up to go to the, there's an Air Force base nearby. And um, took her to the commissary. You know, because she needed a ride. I went to buy my friends um, $3.50 a carton cigarettes. 
Three dollars and fifty cents a carton. A carton. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I remember when cigarettes were a lot cheaper. But yeah, yeah. Was, I know. It, was it tax free on or something? Yeah, on, yeah it's on, on base, base. cheaper on base, and all that. Yeah. So you know, I'd buy a couple of my roommates a couple of cartons of cigarettes. You know, and they they had trouble coming up at three fifty back then. You know, <laughs> no matter what it was, a carton <laughs> it was, was too much. Expensive. It was too much. Right? Can you believe cigarettes three fifty a carton? <laughs> 30, Jesus, I remember when they were two bucks, thirty five cents a pack. Yeah. You know, <laughs> remember Wait. when cigarettes were a buck a carton? Yeah. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> well, you remember the old this. Cigarette machines. I'm not a smoker, yeah. but you know, you put your 50 cents in there and you get a pack of yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. No but anyway, so asked. yeah, so we ended up hanging. We, so I give her rides, rides to the commissary, and we ended up um, hanging out. And she said, "Hey, how about if I make two pork chops for us tonight?" So the rest is history. After that, did she yeah. hear you play in the band? Did she? <laughs> she's, she didn't. She didn't you hear know. the majestics. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, she's heard. She's heard. She, She's a replacement Santa. She's put up with my drum, my drum kits, and all that other stuff around. Yeah. And frankly, I gotta admit, she wasn't much of a music person. But even now, she appreciates a good Mark Knopfler riff. She's, yeah, she knows okay. that. So, yeah. so, so she, she's, she's learned. She's, she's learned. Yeah, I have to say, I've, I want to say I trained her well, but she's kept her ear open. So, yeah. and she, you know, she's gone. We've gone to a few concerts. She's her big, her biggest. Uh, uh, she loves the most is Santana. We've been to Santana a couple of times, and we were at one one concert, and she's smelling, you know, the pot, and she says, "Am I getting a secondhand high? Am I high? Yeah, am I high?" I said, "Honey, I don't know. She, she never did any of that stuff. You got to tell me, you know." So it's who's funny. smoking the marijuana cigarettes? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so she's she likes Carlos and Mark Knopfler. So those are her two. That's yeah. That's, so that's, that's pretty not good bad, company. Not bad pedigree. That's yeah. pretty good company. Yeah, yeah. And so you got Greg and two other daughters yeah yeah lauren yeah. and jessica yeah. those are older sisters yeah. you're the you're the baby yeah, yep. yeah they the busted baby. his balls they um <laughs> we got we got pictures of, of him in little red pinafore dresses they dressed him up and put Aww. lipstick on him and i look good i don't know how you tolerated it you put you sat there he, he like i think he kind of enjoyed it in some perverted explains way a I don't know. Kind of, it does a explain lot. a lot doesn't explains it explains a lot thank you <laughs> you know all most right. most it's all tracking most, now. most four-year-old boy, most four-year-old boys would be pushing back saying leave me alone leave me alone but he sat there and let him i like the attention <laughs> that was it yeah yeah so they they really took care of him they raised him as much as i did in fact we get accused my wife got accused that they just we disciplined them like crazy you know like when are you going to be what time are you going to be home they, we never asked him that. No, he's the th <laughs> well, he was the third child. That's he right. We didn't care whether it was a boy or a girl. Yeah, yeah, we didn't care. You're skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah the third one three. comes along, right? Yeah. And they yeah. they still bust me about that. They go, "You never, you know." So, was he planned? Was he planned? Uh, yeah, he, yeah. I think he was. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. He just swimmed yeah. around. Wow. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. No, I was trying to. <laughs> Break <laughs> Actually, I want to say what I, what, what I was trying to what I was trying to get to. He was the he was the only one of the three that we really worked at. If you know what he I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Good save. There you yeah, go. Good Thank save. You. Okay. Good save. <laughs> it was hard. Yeah. No, so I worked that's at not it. what mom told me. Uh, that's so mm -hmm. funny. That's now. What are your yeah. what do your daughters do? Uh, Jessica is uh, a stay-at-home mom. She's married to a foreign service officer. Nice. She's been all over the world. We've been to Cape Town, South Africa to visit wow. her and, and wow. that kind of stuff. Juarez, Dublin, um, a lot of places like that. So that's been fun. You know, on my, if, if I created a bucket list 100 times, it would never have Cape Town on it just because. Yeah. But we go down there and see him. It's great. And uh, Lauren, the middle one's a nurse. She's a uh, OB baby delivery nurse so she loves that stuff she loves the drama 
because there's a ton of it you can imagine so yeah. and counting uh greg's children how many grandchildren you got uh six 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 four we got five boys and then finally little mabel came along Greg. mabel's the only girl yeah. we, we were so happy oh Greg my finally gosh. and then, then, and then that her, kid's leading the charm yeah. life oh man. okay we I'm get together you. those boys are falling all themselves but you know how it is that's true of any family you get that little girl in there they want to want to take care of her yeah yeah, yeah she's well, spoiled yeah, uh, yeah she's had my heart from the from the get yeah, she's yeah, special. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, both both his yeah. kids are well. That's been fun. Davis to too. Davis it, has got some. Davis has picked up. I don't know if he got it from his father or if it's somewhere. To, he's got a very wry sense of humor already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Davis is mm-hmm. is, is yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. He's quick. Yeah. He's fast. He listens, mm-hmm. and he picks up on a lot of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He'll, well, he'll go toe to toe with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, I, for sure. He was. I saw him here a couple months ago, and he's growing his hair long, kind of in his face, you know, like that. And I said. Davis, how do you like that? And all that. I said, what are you growing out? Like, he says, the girls like it. Yeah. What Chicks grade's like he it. in? He's going into fourth. Fourth grade. <laughs> He's checking out what the girls like, you know, so it's our world, When did I you guess. start liking girls? Fourth grade? Is it, is, is it uh, bread in the bone, so to speak? Yeah, I think it was about fifth, fifth, fifth grade. I think I had my first, like, little girlfriend crush, Anna Holden. Oh, yeah. Good old Anna, who's, who's a math genius. Oh, is she? Yeah, she did a... Yeah, okay. Math we, didn't, we didn't cover that in fifth grade no. dating. No, right, right. So yeah, that was kind of our which whole. kind of brings me to my final segment of, of the evening. I, I know that the it's just the boys mm-hmm. at home. Uh, how often do you guys get an opportunity to be just the the two of you? And and what is what? How, how many days are you guys together? Just uh, I think you leaving tomorrow. Yeah, just for, so this, just, this just trip for just a couple of days. actually we just able to get there one time this time. When I came down before uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were able to be together. We've had we've had we, we kind of make sure we get our time together. You what know? do you guys do? Um, we I, I think we've been together since then, obviously, but we went to uh, Ted Nugent together. Yeah, went to see the Nuge when he was in town. Um, <laughs> What's where's the that Nuge. venue? That was cool. At a uh, Polaris, uh, whatever. No, not Polaris. I tell you what, I've seen. He was like probably my first concert back in '68. I think I paid five bucks to see him in a high school gym. Yeah, you know, climbing up on those big amps and stuff, doing his crazy stuff. I'm a Nuge fan from way back. I've seen him a zillion times. You know, now, no telling what you got to pay. You know, the the prices on all that's crazy. But anyway, so yeah, so we went to see the Nuge. That was he took me to see the Stones. When you remember, they did the big. like they came Zip here, Zip Tour, was right? What it was they they played the Horseshoe here? They played the mm-hmm. Motor Speedway. I saw them at the Horseshoe. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were at the in they were at the mm-hmm. infield in the Motor Speedway in Indy, and our tickets weren't even to where you could see the stage. We were back in the party section with the big screen TVs. Nice. And it was really and it was kind of it was still fun. I mean, you could kind of peek up and see the lights and something going on down there, but you couldn't see Mick or anybody, yeah, you know. But flat. they were up there on the screen and the mute, the sound was great. And but you people, were there hearing yeah, it live. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah it was you, a lot. You were of there fun. to experience it uh-huh. all. Yeah. So so take concerts out of the mix. What do you guys do over the course of a day? Well, I mean, he goes to work a couple in the of years ago. We got together and built a treehouse. That's right. Didn't we? Yes, yes. I've seen the treehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's nice. true. And we had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. No, it, it, and it shows. <laughs> I believe it. You know, and I think I hope any, any building inspector come by and look at I will say, though, we put so many bolts in that thing that we made sure it would pass whatever. No, it's not going to fall down. Yeah, yeah, the kids yeah. are going to fall out. Of it. Yeah, it's just yeah, uh, yeah. the one huge opening. <laughs> but well, I guess you, they got to get in it somehow, well, right? Usually, yeah. then we get together. We'll 
we're in his house. We, we do some yard work together. Yeah. He's I do a lot of yard work. That's and a, I, he's he, a hands-on guy. So we'll, I, I I think that's where I learned. Did the he get the stuff. Halloween thing from? You? I have no idea where that came from. Really? Oh, do you know? I have no idea. He's a Halloween freak. I do know one time we did a haunted garage back when you were a kid, and we had a blast doing that. And that's really about all we ever did. And I honestly, that's I think the start of it. That is, might have been we, the seed. You know, well, yeah, Dino, it's, it's, it's as far as me as much as anybody. He's, he's Halloween his, crazy. His he's, start, I, he's already started. He's already it's getting his, his neighbors are already busting his chops. Yeah, last night. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think he's and my wife get along. Yeah. 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 That, well, that's funny you say that because I, th- I think the uh, garage of terror or whatever we called it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was. <laughs> I, Maybe a bigger impact than than you think. Cause Maybe it did, yeah. I, you know, see that's those little things you never know, right? You don't ever know. You don't know you, the seeds that you plant. You yeah. have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's what, whether it's with your kid or anybody else you encounter, you never uh, know, right? You're yeah, extremely so. influential, whether you realize it or not. <laughs> no, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. And meals? What's what's dinner? We went to Yogi's. <laughs> I'm just saying, as a guy, it's like we're just gonna take a takeout. We're not making yeah. anything. We're just ordering out. We're just. He had Olive Garden last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went to my guilty pleasure, the Olive Garden salad. You know who doesn't like the Olive Garden salad? Right? Uh, okay. That would be me. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> right. You and my wife, you, you two are together. Yeah, but um, lately he's been uh, working out his chops on his new Blackstone Grill. Yeah. He's been talking about the Blackstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. I've been tech- I got one. I got one. See, and I'm that? seeing all these little recipes on TikTok, you know, on how yeah, to yeah. make this or that, and I'm texting them to and how to make cinnamon, cinnamon rolls, rolls, all this stuff. Weird, and, weirdest things you can make on there. On the Blackstone, mm-hmm. you can yeah. make cinnamon rolls. Yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. You smash them like a uh, pancake. You oh. get the little thing out and smash it down and do your thing. So it's you know, so huh. he's sorry he ever got it. Now I'm, I'm texting him stuff all the time. So, yeah. But our big thing is Italian. My wife's half Italian. And so um, that's always kind of been something we've grown up with in the house is um, we've eaten a ton of Italian food. So he knows how, wrong he with knows that. how to cook Italian and eat Italian. Do you? Yeah. He you know cook, how to cook he, Italian food? He can make, he can, he knows, he's made, he's made. That's two he's, things you know. That's two, that other thing. He's, you never mentioned anything that. about, you, you never mentioned anything about being proficient at cooking he's Italian food. plenty of homemade ravioli and stuffed cabbage um, and, uh, I think we probably had the conversation early because there was a minute there where I was courting you to uh, get into the Italian you, club. You, you could get into the Italian I club. Know. I could. I can make that happen. You got a guy. Uh, I, I just need to join. I just have been dragging my feet, and then like I use so the is, kids is, is for an he, excuse. He, he cooks well. Good. Yeah. Atta- yeah, he's a good. Yeah, he's a good. Cook. That's the only yeah. thing I can't. Because during I, I, the, they said I had COVID. I don't think I did, but you know the test mm-hmm. that I did and I made homemade I was bored and I made mm-hmm. sauce from scratch and I brought it in yeah. so I didn't realize that yep. my sauce was coming under a very <laughs> very scrutinizing mm-hmm. uh, eye and taste bud yep. yeah. uh, no I remember it was good it was really sweet wasn't it it was a little sweet yeah, but a little sweet, sweet and spicy mm-hmm. yeah, it had a little I sweet going it. in a little spicy kick at the end okay that was the it's like uh, bourbon. That was the that was the banana peppers Ooh. that I put to the sauce. Mm-hmm. You, you put sugar in peppers. I put yeah, a little bit of sugar. A little yeah, bit of sugar. That's, that's, that's very controversial with some, but goddamn it, watch The Godfather. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. They, those guys hold up in that room there, and yeah, the guys yeah, making yeah, the sauce yeah. on the that old put a little sugar. Stove. Yeah, Clemenza yeah, puts in a little sugar. Yeah, sure. not a lot. Not a yeah, lot. Yeah. I mean, just what they do then? They just got then one one guy walked by and just dipped a chunk of bread in there and ate it. Yeah, pucha. Yeah, yeah. The Italian pucha. Yep. 
You are correct, sir. Yeah. So yeah, that's see. always been a big thing. I used thing, to add right? sugar if I burnt it a little bit. If I oh, the sugar's just for the, the acidity. The, as, the acidity oh, of the... It, it takes the sure. tomatoes. Yeah, kind of some of that. Yeah. I mean, if you got really good tomatoes, but... Well, Bev's good at uh, making noodles and stuff, so she'll make. Uh, from, from, uh, she'll yeah. make them. She'll yeah. make the noodles. Yeah, she's that's, got the machine, and that's so awesome. she'll do. Like I said, we do uh, make. We make tortellinis a lot. A lot of homemade tortellinis. Tortellinis a Christmas tradition. How are you yeah. not a huge man? I know. That's what I mean. I know. Yankee. Yeah, yeah, Yankees and all that stuff. Yeah, so he grew up learning all that and seeing how all that's done. So uh-huh. yeah, and, and my wife's not a little old round Italian lady either. So I don't know how that happened either. So yeah. like her, like her mom was a little yeah. round Italian lady. So sometimes Fran- it skips Ma- a generation. Maria, <laughs> what was her name? Maria, Fran- Maria Francesca Tessaneri. No. Yeah. That's an Italian. Yeah. Name. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's all the Italian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they married uh, into uh, the Piccinini's of Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, the Piccinini's. There's some Piccinini's here in Columbus. Are there? Yeah. See, so yeah. you hear those Italian names. It doesn't take long to make a connection. And your background is? Just, you know, to be honest, I've never known. I did that uh, DNA test one time. 23andMe? Yeah, 23andMe, and I'm not sure. My mom went came from one direction, but they came from another, and they kind of met in the middle, and I don't, we don't really, I don't really have any defined roots European like that. European mutt. Yeah, I am. And I've always been kind of envious of that, that people can say, you know, like my wife, you know, my grandparents came over, you know, on the boat uh, in 19, and their their names are at Ellis Island in mm-hmm. the book and stuff like that. It's, you know, and the Irish, they have their legacy coming over and stuff. Uh, you know, we complain so much about immigrants nowadays and stuff, but those are the days when immigrants really were looking for something, you know. I think that's why we're big Cardinals fans, St. Louis fans, you know, because that's where that's Immigrants. where you grew up. So yeah. that that was your culture mm-hmm. in a way. Immigrants built this country. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 A lot, yeah. a lot of what we have so, today built yeah, on so their I, sweat I, toilet. I don't have I, I don't have any of those kinds of roots that I can really go to. So anyway, uh, my grandmother was adopted, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So my mom was adopted in uh, Sullivan, Indiana. So you go twenty and twenty three and me didn't clear any no, of that up. Didn't no, didn't clear any of that yeah. up. No, I know. Yeah, like a twenty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is no. it like is it like a twenty four no. and me? No, yeah, <laughs> no. One more. No, it showed what it, it that whole twenty three and me thing was kind of interesting. It showed uh, both of my parents. I think we all started from North Africa, right? Kind of the mm-hmm. beginning, and it showed my dad going east and going east and going east and coming up through northern Russia and back down through uh, uh, the Newfoundland and Finland down that way. My mom kind of went up and her genes went around through the Caribbean coast and came up through France. So my dad kind of did a big eastern loop. My mom, her genes did the western loop. So I don't know what they picked up in the meantime, but that's all my map showed, you know. And I think we all, they say that we all have like 3% uh, Cro-Magnum DNA. Mag- Magnolian. Right. Yeah, mag- uh, Mongoloid. Mongoloid, yeah, yeah thank you. Mongoloid, mongoloid yeah. yeah. We, we all have a... I am Mongoloid as well. I oh, see. You can ch- yes. trace so chip to the some have more percent. Some have more percent than others, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to do a test on this group. <laughs> <laughs> see, another, another, another subject. Uh, it's, another thank, subject you can thank cover. that to... Thank, thank uh, Kublai Khan for that. You know, <laughs> yeah. He was pretty prolific, huh? Yeah, he went around and spread that seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Greg was talking about how I was kind of nervous a little bit earlier. I said, you know, if we were, like I said, garage band drummer, 
we can, I can talk about Greg all day. I can talk rock and roll all day. We can cover whatever you want to cover. You know, I remember we did the show. Remember we did the show with the uh, the uh, All Star Rock and Roll Band on Record Store Day. What'd you that call was that? With so that was with Archie. That was yeah. with our other. Uh, our, that's a radio great, station. Your I other can't podcast. Think of a better person to do that show with. Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's right. It so was. So your dad's RG got one. podcast experience. Yeah. So All what right. was he nervous about coming on this one for? I don't. He. I don't know. He's I think he just had the time this. to think about it and the guy yeah. his I was just shouting on that podcast. <laughs> I was in the audience just shouting stuff about Alice Cooper's Dead Babies tour and stuff. You know. Oh my God! <laughs> you have a very colorful background. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, you you know, you think about somebody's dad. You know, I'm somebody's dad, right? You know, and so you're kind of cool. <laughs> I don't like right. your head. I know. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, you yeah, got a yeah. cool yeah. hip background. You got some history. You got some <laughs> stories behind it. And it kind of helps me appreciate him a little bit there more. You yeah. You need yeah. round glasses, though. You need round glasses. I know. Oh, oh, round glasses. Yes, round. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I tried that look, you know. I, tried, I did the I did the thing with the headband. I remember one year, Canned Heat. Remember Canned Heat? Yeah. They came through St. Louis, playing at a couple of clubs, and I thought I'd be cool. I put this little white headband on, and my hair was kind of long, and went to the concert and watched, That's you know, on the road again. You remember those guys? That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him and him and Bob Dylan, those two guys. You, yeah. So I mean, so, so the guy could play harp though, for sure. Do you guys do any uh, jamming at the house? With you know, pick up the instruments? We not lately. We have in the past, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah. The, uh, I really don't have any drums set up. You have? He has a, a drum kit at his house, so every once in a while we'll make some noise open wherever at their place. Yeah. Just kind of some fun goofing yeah. around, really yeah. nothing. We're not going on tour uh, quite yet. Look, I, I, I asked so many questions because someone who was not close to his father and did not have this type of relationship with his father, I, I find mm -hmm. it incredibly mm -hmm. wonderful. Thank you. And yeah. I'm just a little bit, uh, and, and, and a little envious. I think it's, it's, very I think it's great, it's very You know, I, think it's I didn't have a relationship with my dad either, and so I had no blueprint. I just, you know, they always say there's a fine line of do you be a friend or do you be a parent, you know, kind of a thing. And uh, sometimes I probably was too way too much on one side or the other. That's why my wife's been a good partner on that. She's probably more of the disciplinary. Disciplinary, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah, she does balance it out, you know. So yeah. That's anyway, so this, so, yeah. yeah, it is right. Yeah. So it's been that's been good. You get the discipline. Well, yeah. I think it's awesome, and I cool. really Thanks, appreciate guys. you, yeah. you enjoyed it. coming to hang out with mm -hmm. us tonight. Our first one back in a while, mm -hmm. and I can't think of a, of a more enjoyable cool. way to kick it off. Thank John. you. Yeah, so the thank drink. you, John. Thank you. John thank you. Thank, thank, you. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you for having Greg. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> the guest Greg. bottle. Yes. The uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor. This is the small batch bottled in bond bottle. It, uh, it's been very, very good. And thank you guys for not completely killing it. Yeah. I appreciate of that. Course. Of I course. I said sample it and then drink whatever the hell you want of anything he, else. He, then he put the revolver down on the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. right. Gosh, I, hope I saw that happen again. Um, Greg needs to do some housekeeping as we have. Yes, we do. Yet. We haven't done any housekeeping from the beginning or the middle or the end. So yeah, let's do right. that. Yeah. Whiskey business is the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey uh, evergreen podcast uh, network evergreenpodcast.com is our parent company thank you evergreen podcasts uh, whiskey business is on your favorite streaming apps all the places, uh, all the places. wherever you get your favorite podcast Tubi. that's yeah. everybody that seems to be Pluto. the lazy the lazy yeah. out yeah. wherever you get your favorite podcast you can get whiskey business which is true facebook instagram uh, whiskeybusinesspod.com youtube where you'll see a, a video of this 
Never mind. A uh, pop quiz. How do you listen to your podcast? Do you listen on YouTube or do you listen to your favorite podcast app? Answer that question in the uh, in the comments, <laughs> in the comments below. <clears throat> That's it. Subscribe. To, tell us all your fr- tell all your friends to listen to it. All right. We'll get a big old bump today with John Hansberry. That's for sure. <laughs> do we need to talk about? Have we have we talked about the big the big thing with Echo? We talked about that. No, I don't think we have. Maybe we'll save it for another time. We'll save it for another time. It's a tease, we, everybody. That's a that's a, a big tease, a big, a long term tease, if you will, with Echo Spirits. So we're excited about that. So we'll we'll dig into that a little bit more. Yeah. In in a future episode, when we actually wow. put it in play. And leave it at that. Yes. Yeah. All right. On behalf of John Whitney, Chip Cassell, the son I never wanted, Greg Hansberry. <laughs> my name is Dieter Tripotis, and until the next bottle, see. You've got questions. We've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.